Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Although we, we looked Trist at that not to too long up. ago. Tristan Trist is Zach about to vomit. more than people, people realize. You okay? You okay over there? Sorry, I just heard Zach Levine Stop and Sacramento it. Kings and I just... <laughs> Stop sorry. it. <laughs> Sorry. Yo, oh, we, can't, we can't do that. This is a, we've seen enough fourth quarter Zach Levine shenanigans. <laughs> we've seen enough Kyle Kuzma shenanigans. The man was standing out of bounds last night when they threw him the ball so that when he catched it, he immediately turned it over. These, these are not serious people. They are not serious professional basketball players. They're like one step better than Buddy Heald. Oh Ooh, wow! Yeah, geez. yeah. So remember the That's text, your boy, buddy. Remember the text I was alluding to a couple of days ago. Yeah, it came from Trista. <laughs> That's Trista's boy, buddy. <laughs> oh my god! There is nothing more frustrating than than watching Buddy Healed when you are invested in the flow of the team and the other players on the team that Buddy Healed is playing with. We know. I had Benedict Matherin to score twenty and Tyrese to score twenty. And Miles Turner to have five rebounds only. And I swear to God, I thought it was never going to happen because it was Buddy Heald shooting contested corner threes, just just bricking 30 feet off of the rim, going nowhere close to any of my guys. I'm screaming at the top of my lungs, nobody, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, we know that. We're very, we're very, very, very familiar with that. Very aware. We know exactly what that's like. Uh, let's bring uh, Trista Crick, host of the Heat Check podcast, Court Best Bet MGM tonight. Let's bring you into the conversation. Uh, Kings won three straight. Uh, they had huge outings from De'Aaron and Herter and Domas and Keegan and you know HB not too good. Davion, warm me up on that beam, baby. You know what it is. <laughs> Matter of fact, I think if I press. I don't know what button it is. Is it? Oh, what is it? By the is well, it side this one? note, what is it? no, I don't think side it's note, that Trista, one. your hair looks great today. Thank you. I appreciate it. I've been working on it, and I also just got my lashes done today. So, oh, oh wow, okay. Who are you going to see? What you got going on? I just have to get them done. I have to. I have to. I thought, Otherwise, I thought, I thought she was going somewhere after the show. I was like, where are you going? No, this no, I just, I just, I just have to. <laughs> Looks very nice. Thank you. I dropped an ungodly amount of money on it. It's hard to find lash places in DC. I mean, it was really? it was stock X type money. Oh, unhappy wow. with it. Wow. And it was like we changed it. Don't mean to get us too far off track. We changed it mid appointment. Like I knew in my mind what the number I had in mm. mind was. Mm. And then she was like, "Well, like I think it's probably better to go volume a little more." you know, a little more dark, a little more pop. And I was like, sure. Thinking it's like 25 more. I think it's like a hundred more dollars. Oh my God. Wait, what, what was the number? For what? For, oh my. Oh my God. Oh my God. They say. 
Yo. This is part of it. This is part of the women's. In in New York, it's like Ooh. 165. Mm. I would have took that train. I thought about it. I've been it would have been cheaper. That. But it is actually, if you book it far enough in advance, it's probably cheaper to go for a day. But I don't got time like that. I'm about to move. I was like, and it was less than I had booked it for. I think it was like two something. And then she, and then you've got tips all, all included. When you see the 20%, you're like, sorry, baby, you're not getting 20%. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm not spending $70 on. You get it all. You're the owner. You're the operator. You, yeah. It's all you. There's no man stealing it. So. <laughs> right. Impact 316 asked, was an I included with that? <laughs> That's a good question. Goodness gracious. It'd be like that. I mean, it's not on that level, but, well, you know, the haircuts is crazy. I've been trying oh, to yeah. book Reese's every other week. Yeah. Like, yo. Yeah. the hell's going on here? Yeah. They took How that Jalen Rose quote too seriously. Like I mean, sixty dollars yeah, for when, you throw in, when you're throwing the tip, it's sixty, and that's that's why you know this. You, it costs more if you if you got to if you got to get the yeah. straight edge to your face. Wedding day, I mm-hmm. I got in the chair for the first time in a while. Mm-hmm. That was a hundred twenty five hundred thirty dollar day. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, how much do you guys spend on your grooming habits? Uh, okay. Let's get back to this question. Is there an acquisition that the Kings can make that takes them to one more level? And we see good teams do this all the time, make acquisitions around the trade deadline. We see championship caliber teams uh, make moves at the trade deadline. It, 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 it's, it's, not a te- it's, not, it's not a move that turns them, oh my gosh, this is a six seed into a one seed. It's just a move that takes them up one more notch. Obviously, Zach Levine is, you know, there's the Chicago discussion out there. The DeMar DeRozan, I think, might be a discussion for those on the radio. Trista just threw up again. Uh, Kings fans, for whatever, won't accept the L uh, regarding Zach uh, uh, Kyle Kuzma. Is there a move to be made? You know, it's so, it's such a great question. And I don't. I don't know that there is right now. You kind of feel like the Denver Nuggets to me in the sense of like, this is going to be a process and it's going to include guys getting seasoning, right? And Keegan is the number one guy that's got to sit on the grill a little longer. Mm. You know, he's got to marinate in the Ziploc a little longer. (laughs) Because when he's fully mature and when he's at the height of his powers, I faded him for the first time all year under 19 and a half against my Blazers. Mm. And that was that was never hitting. Like he went nuclear. When he's him his best, he's like one of the best wings. I can't, him and his best will be one of the best wings in the league. Mm. So he needs to – his defense, his rebounding, his shot making, not just the catch and shoot stuff, not just the off the dribble threes, just the, the you know, ability to get into the mid range, you know, score on all three levels, that dunk. He showcased and put it all on display. Yeah. Um, so I think he needs to get seasoned. And I think an OG almost would take him out of the seasoning, you know? Mm. I don't know that necessarily – those two guys on the team are the best for the upside of the Sacramento Kings, in my mind. Who is that? I mean, you definitely need to increase some depth, right, in terms of, like, back backcourt backup positions. I like Keon. I don't know what he's going to be, right? Mm-hmm. But I think there's – it's like almost like when Denver went and got Aaron Gordon – you're going to need to get somebody that can operate in the dunker spot, maybe allow Domas to stay out of foul trouble. Mm-hmm. We see that the two-center approach can actually work now, seven, eight games in, uh, nine games in with Minnesota, if you have the right scheme. Adding new pieces changes what Mike Brown has to do, so that's going to take that would take time as well. All these are factors and wrinkles that have got me somewhat stumped. But Zach Levine is not that the answer. So I take it Kyle Kuzma isn't either. Huh? No, 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 no. 
And I'm know. not dis. I'm not disagreeing. But I, like now, I'm trying to think about because you talked about backcourt. Tyus yeah. would be Tyus would be an amazing pickup. Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones. Mm. He would be an amazing second unit. Mm. Can score. Can facilitate. High assist to turnover ratio. Can calm guys down. Not a negative defender. Mm. He would be someone that would help for I, sure. Th- Somebody this, like him. This guy doesn't fit the defender role, so maybe it's not a good one. But uh, Kobe Jones as a backup. What you think? No. No. I want none of. None of the Chicago Bulls. Kobe White? I mean, yeah, Kobe White. Kobe I was White. like, why, why can't Kobe Jones do it now? <laughs> like, yeah, Kobe White. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kobe White. A lot of Kobe's. I love yeah. that TK played through that, too. She was like, I know what my guy means. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. A lot of people talk Caruso, too, in Chicago. Caruso, no, Caruso absolutely would yeah. help you. Yeah, I like, I like absolutely. Because like he can play on the ball, off mm-hmm. the ball. He can be a point guard. He can be a two. You can allow De'Aaron. I mean, that that's absolutely a guy that if you can go out and get him, I don't know what he's going to cost. He's on an awesome contract, too. Mm-hmm. He absolutely is in the ilk of Drew Holiday. He Did you see what he did to Kevin Durant? He put him in, in absolute hell mm. on earth. <laughs> Kevin Durant wants himself some Alex Caruso too. He's the bell of the ball, I think. Alex Caruso. Mm, you interesting. Know, I keep I keep coming across this uh, this Twitter feed. The Legends NBA Twitter feed is amazing. Have you seen that's the I one where I they missed. get all the audio? Okay, it's crazy. And you brought oh yeah, Kevin those are amazing. Yeah, yeah. with Ant and uh, Ant and, and Draymond. They had one the other day of Shay and KD. Like KD, they were at the line, and KD was like, "Yo, y'all up and coming, y'all young or whatever. Y'all just need one more piece." And then Shay leans over, he says, "Talk to me after the game." <laughs> what? Which? Which? What you say it was? It's Legends L E G L E J L E G E N D Z underscore NBA. They got oh, a new one up yeah, with yeah. the Clippers and Kawhi being with mad Zubac, at Zubac. And he's yeah. like, "Yo, where are you? What are you doing? You're just standing there." <laughs> Yo, this is this is the best. One of the best on NBA Twitter right now. They're killing it. All right. Yeah. I'm following. I'm on it. I'm on but it. you I'm saying KD, uh, that reminded me of the one with SGA. When That would be a crazy story if KD went back to OKC mm. at some point. You could find yourself with some OKC pieces. They've got too much over there. There's mm. some redundancy. Yeah. Giddy, like I, I feel Isaiah like Giddy might Joe be or, I like Isaiah Joe. Yeah, I like Isaiah Joe a lot. He is. He can fill it up from mm. deep. Pause. You talk. <laughs> we had a shirt design for you. Shout out uh, Dave Garcia Designs. I'll, I'll, I'll show it to you here in, a, in in a couple of minutes. You'll appreciate it. Um, pause brought that to mind as they worked that into the shirt. Um, you talked about Keegan a minute ago. One thing that became one thing we saw last night in 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 the game against uh, Cleveland is Keegan now as we've seen his evolution here in the early part of the season as an offensive player, last night was really the first time we were like, hey, yo, this dude on the defensive end is the real deal. And now the conversation isn't really about Keegan Murray's ceiling on the offensive end. The conversation has turned to Keegan Murray as a two-way player. And for our money, TK, that changes the fortunes of the Sacramento Kings. Oh, Absolutely. He's that guy that if he could be, I mean, he's very athletic, rangy, obviously has a super high release point, but all of that wingspan with a good basketball IQ on the defensive side of the ball, that's, that's everything. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's the, that's what, well, that's better than you could say, okay, well, I'd rather at, I, I'm going to say something very controversial. I am high enough on Keegan, and you guys know how I felt about him before the draft. I wasn't super high watching him at Iowa. But I I want Keegan Murray more than I want Jalen Brown. Wow. Wow. Mm. That's, that's that's fire. That's what I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fire. A little stiffer, a little stiffer. But Jalen Brown's not, like, super fluid, you know? Yeah. Keegan Murray can dribble. He, can ball, he has a better ball handling skills than Jalen Brown. You know what's crazy about uh, Keegan, and I think what really helps him 
is he's not asked to lead a franchise. A no. lot of guys that you see in this situation, you, you say, hey, number four pick, you know, we want you to, to come and lead the franchise. Not only is he not the number one, right now he's not the number two. Maybe he reaches those heights. But allow, I say all this to say it allows him to comfortably elevate his game. You know what I mean? Nothing's rushed, nothing like that. He can go step by step instead of being pushed to, hey, we need you to lead this franchise, which in turn I think is going to make him even more lethal in the short term because he's going at his own pace and getting better at his own pace. Well, and if you think about that analogy that I made, which is the Denver Nuggets, right? So you've got a guy like Jokic who plays like Jokic in Domas. He's obviously not the same guy, so don't kill me, right? But that's the type of uh, way uh, that you want to run things. Then you've got a guard down crunch time that you can get the uh, give the ball to and get you a late game bucket in De'Aaron. That's Jamal, right? Mm-hmm. Then you've got, I think, I no, it's not even close. I would rather have Keegan than Michael Porter Jr. because of the injury concerns, because he doesn't play any defense whatsoever, and he's a very streaky shooter, very streaky rebounder. But that's the type of player you drafted him, just like you drafted Michael Porter Jr. You drafted Jamal Murray. You didn't draft Domas, right? But same thing, same sort of ilk. You need that fourth piece, which is the Aaron Gordon. I don't know who that's going to be. Um, but that's like my mindset of finding somebody who can be the the guy that's like the dirty worker yeah. who can go off for 25, but a lot of times he has eight, eight, and four, um, but really good defensively and can keep your center out of foul trouble and keep him from becoming a defensive liability. Is there any uh, question to you that De'Aaron Fox is an NBA superstar? No. Zero. Just making sure. It was always met with like caveats before. It was like, oh yeah, no, no, De'Aaron, he's a star. He's good. There was something about watching him last night where I was like, no, this dude's a superstar, like in the league. Like in I told Casey. People are terrified of him. They are. I think you saw it in the series with the Warriors. Mm -hmm. They it is a good thing he hurt his finger, boy. Woo-wee. Because if they send the Warriors home in the first round, we don't even know what takes place in a curse. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, he, he is. Would have hated to see it too. Our dubs. Our dubs. Our dubs. <laughs> we, he's one of them dudes, though, that, like you said, he's got other coaches up late trying to figure out ways to slow him down. He's, he's gotten to the into that category, you know this, Tristan, where it's like, well, you're never going to stop him. Mm-hmm. You know, you just want to make sure he works hard for, for his buckets. Like, that's how I, I was talking earlier about Donovan Mitchell. Like, mm-hmm. You're never going to stop Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. But you just want to make him work hard. Like, Fox has entered that that category, and the shot continues to get better. That's the one thing people keep talking about, where it's like, man, if the shot gets there, he could be lethal. Well, the three-point shot is continuing to get better, but he is automatic from 15 to 17 feet. And now, you know, with the shooters around him on this team, it's the perfect system for him as well. And you could see him getting back into the teams that had James Ham on last week, the hammer, to talk about what was going wrong. And and I said this to you guys last week as well. I'm not concerned about the Kings until I have 10, 15 healthy De'Aaron Fox games. And all I needed was one. <laughs> I am not concerned. Everybody's better around him. Domas productive, Keegan productive, Kayvon productive, all based on the the gravity that he has when he's on the court Mm -hmm. that you need. And Malik coming off the bench, is that's the perfect role for him, not worrying about being the main scorer? That he is the the linchpin of everyone working, and he's going to get a lot of those dudes paid. Already has. Domas. How much have you tapped into Dallas this year? Not as much probably as I should. What I would say about it is I'm stubbornly skeptical. Mm. Because the the schedule just isn't hard yet. Mm. They just have faced no one. Mm. So the Spurs don't move me as a quality win. If you can't beat the Nuggets, 
The Rockets actually, I think, are very good. The Rockets are going to cause a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. I watched okay. a lot of them. I like Shangoon a lot. Yeah. But Dallas, to me, it feels like we're not – we don't know what they are until Luka, Luka's body starts to go, which we know that happens at around the 30-game mark. Mm. Right around past Christmas is when we have to wonder after the how holidays. many yeah, <laughs> them, them holiday after, meals given. after turkey and mashed potatoes and cornbread and greens and whatever else Luke is eating or not eating. Probably a lot of junk food, just heavy stuff, you know. And on top of that, it's just a lot of miles on him. He's got a very high usage rate. Mm-hmm. So when Luca puts up 35, 40 points a game. They're going to win games. That's just what they're going to do. That's that's kind of like simple. Kyrie has been incredible. Mm-hmm. Kyrie has been, I would say, understatedly good. Um, and so if he can continue that, that's important. Their defense has to continue to trend in the right direction. I'll dig into them a little more, but I think I'm still, I still have reservations, even though they're atop the standings. Can you do us a favor and make sense of – Zion Williamson's quotes Ooh. the other day. I have no idea what he was trying to say, <laughs> what he meant, but none of it sounded good. Yeah, I mean, I think what we know is what the team knows, which is Brandon Ingram and Zion, I just don't quite feel that it's like ham and egg, you know? I just don't feel like it's a round peg, round hole kind of not quite how it's going to work. And so in order for it to work, I think both sides are going to have to sacrifice and alter their game. (coughs) Excuse me. And Zion's like, I don't really know if I want to do that. (laughs) And if the wins don't come with Zion changing being Zion, I think he's going to continue to tell the world, listen, like Harden with Philly, I'm buying, I'm quote unquote buying in as much as I possibly can, but I don't trust these fools. Mm. You guys know what it's like to work for people that you don't think are good decision makers, Mm. right? I'm not, I'm not saying right here, but in general, like we've all had bad bosses where we question their brain and you do what they say, but you tell the world like (laughs) low key. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what this is about. What do you mean? In our lifetime, we all have had many jobs in many different industries that you can pause and say, yeah, I wouldn't do that if it was me, but it's not me. It's above my pay grade. And all I can say is that I peacefully protest this. So let me ask you this, a little follow-up to that. Is that, in your opinion, not Mm -hmm. that he said anything, but in your opinion, is that Willie Green or is that Griff that he's not sure about? Well, we know Griff is definitely not on Zion. Mm -hmm. He's playing the piano and trying to woo Zion and the way that they handled his load management. Remember, they had that trainer, and the trainer wanted Zion to take too many games off and had this minutes restriction, and Zion's in the fourth quarter, and they're in a competitive game, and they put Zion on ice. He's like, well, what are you talking about? I need to play. And that turns out didn't actually work for Zion because Coach K and Stan Van Gundy know that Zion's fat and he needs to play himself into shape and he needs to put miles on the body to continue to be a well-oiled machine. So I think that is Griff and that approach is probably Griff. Willie Green is, I think, a really good coach. We've seen with the Suns, we've seen with the Warriors that he's got the acumen. He had them boys playing really well against the Suns in the first round without Zion took him to the brink of disaster. I think it's Griff. I really do. Philly. Let's go to Philly. Actually, let's not go to Philly. Let's talk about what you talked about on the recent edition of the Heat Check podcast. Let's talk about the link between the 76ers and the Los Angeles Clippers. It is... Such a relief to be out of a toxic situation if you're if you're Embiid, if you're Tyrese Maxey. I mean, this has been a saga, right? You're just worn out. And I wouldn't have blamed Joel Embiid if he would have become ready to move on from whatever is the bad mojo that is Philly, right? You had 
the Ben Simmons thing. You had the Tobias over Jimmy Butler thing. It was really like working with Jimmy, but Ben and Tobias didn't like Jimmy. So he goes, then Ben, you know, becomes this fragile. I have to go. That whole thing is drama. And now the Harden thing. So like they've been dealing with this for three years. Mm. And now that it's over, Tyrese Maxey has exploded. And he is, oh, I was joking about this today. I put it on Twitter. Remember when Dan Lebitard said that Tyrese Maxey was just a black Tyler hero on a rookie scale <laughs> I <don't> deal? <laughs> Yo, yes, he did. I will find it and I will. I, that, I, I believe you. I just, I hadn't heard that. <laughs> he was like, like Maxey is Tyler hero. He's just like, Maxey is just a blacker Tyler hero. It's like, no, he's not like at all. So uh, Maxi has been amazing. And I think that shows you too, culturally, that Maxi's that vibes guy. You can tell he's just high energy, playful. The game, like Steph, is just fun for him. He just happens to be really good. And guys gravitate towards that, love being around that. He's invigorated Embiid as well. So that's like all working. Mm. And then meanwhile... You add Harden to the Clippers, and that's just a disaster in every way. They are one of the worst teams in offensive rating, defensive rating, win-lost, just assist-to-turnover ratio. James Harden doesn't know. And nobody knows what their role is. Mm. And Russell Westbrook certainly is, like, the worst off of not knowing his role. And if he goes back to being a six-man, it is – off to the races. They put James in at the end of that game the other night for Russ. And Russ is like, you're coming in for me? Mm. Okay. Air balls the corner, catch and shoot three. After wiping off his shoes. That's the cold pieces. He wiped off his shoes like he was about to go to work. Oh, no, that was another disaster. Oh, that was a different one? That was a different Oh, that was a different air ball. (laughs) Oh, wow. He had a catch and shoot corner three. Air ball at the end of a game. Oh, that's not. Yeah, this was a create your own pull up. Yeah, yeah. adventure. Missed it. Got the yeah. rebound. Got the shot blocked. It was a disaster. So let me ask you this though, Tristan. What do they do? Because I mean, he's here. They traded for him. It's early. What's the move? It feels like. Feels like. And I'm not saying I agree with this. Move I'm is to trade s- James Harden. Definitely can't do that. Like, not that you shouldn't, but you can't do that. It feels like. The move is to put Russ on the bench. And I don't think that's what you should do, but you're not putting Kawhi or Paul George on the bench. You put James Harden on the bench. Yeah, to me, that's what I said I in the podcast. I said if it was me and I was in charge, James Harden would be OKC James Harden, mm. six man. And let him be James mm-hmm. and create and be the MVP version of James, but against the second unit. Mm-hmm. And let Russ cook with PG and Kawhi. They can – it's like – Russ and Harden cannot be on the floor at the same time. They can never share space. Never. Ever. They can barely even be on the team playing together. Like, you got to keep those guys apart. And maybe you stagger PG a little bit with Harden, but also with Russ and Kawhi. Like, you got to figure that out. But if I was to put somebody on the bench, it would not be Russ because we know Russ, as a six-man, can be quite cantankerous, mm-hmm. very – uh, unhappy, and when Russ is unhappy, he's not good at hiding it. But the the killer, the killer is at some point somebody gonna have to close the game. Like even if Harden is like, all right, I'll come off the bench, he probably gonna want to be in there in crunch time. Same with Russ, and I don't know. So far, Tyloo and that team has to figure out how to work those situations out. Let alone neither one of them should probably have the ball. It should be Paul George or Kawhi. Tyloo gonna have to find out what buttons to push. Like he 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 he's. His most famous moment is cussing LeBron James out. Mm. Well, you're gonna have to find a moment to 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 figure out how to work whether whether you want to or not, or whether you wanted to or not. The fact is, it's here. You got to figure out a way to make this James Harden thing work, or this Clippers ship is going down. They could use they could use Alex Caruso. Oh, mm. they won't get him, but they could use they could use a guy. They could use a, a Trey Jones or a Tyus Jones or. I know that uh, DeLon Wright is injured um, and he's probably going to be gone a while, but like somebody that can just like make better decisions Mm. and 
is going to get the ball to the guys who need the ball in their hands down in the clutch in the clutch yeah. because James and Russ want to score. Yeah. That's what they want to do. And they are no longer valuable scorers for you. And Russ is a really good scorer in transition. And like Tyloo, let's be honest, Tyloo is not helping James by any means. Run pick and roll. Pick and roll with Zubak or somebody because what you're doing with James, ISO, James, that's not going to work, my guy. It's not going to work. like a disaster. Damien was right. It's I'm holding the dub with that one. <laughs> it could never be any other way. It's mm. facts. Trista Crick, Bet MGM tonight, Heat Check Podcast. She's with us every Tuesday at 2 o'clock. We appreciate you so much. We're back with more of Nice eyelashes. Thank yes, you. they worth every penny. I feel like I got a compliment. Yeah, you now. get you get yeah, every, everyone uh, before she leaves. <laughs> compliment her eyelashes. Stilo and Casey here on ESPN thirteen twenty. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That was your girl. Ooh. That's how I found her. Charlie? <laughs> She did something else on WWE. I don't remember what it was. Charlie gonna be on like, that I think Twitter she was, thread. <laughs> well, <laughs> problematic. <It's> problematic. <laughs> um. Oh man, you know what I just saw? No. They had the baby races yesterday at the Kings game. I wanted Ryan to be a part of that. I don't mm. know if they do it like annually or. Once a month, or you whatever. have to qualify for the baby race. Like, how does I Ryan get in? Trying to figure out how you do that. I wanted Ryan mm-hmm. to be a part. Scott of that. Fresh, take the baby. <laughs> <clears throat> Step steps are happening. <clears throat> steps are happening. Oh, is that right? Yeah, man. Damn, she's gonna be a handful, bro. She is. She already is in the Walker. Well, yeah, I saw her out there on the 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 basketball court yeah, a couple weeks ago. It. That's my baby. Uh, speaking of the wrong. speaking of the basketball court, uh, we'll be out at uh, the Nest tonight, uh, watching our man Coach David Patrick. Fingers uh, up! If you have the opportunity to come through and, and support Sac State basketball, we strongly encourage you to do just that. Want to talk more Kings basketball? Haven't gotten enough, to, haven't had enough time uh, to talk about Mike Brown and his 400th victory. Mm. Uh, we will, uh, but let's. Let's talk just 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 for a couple minutes. We'll get back to the Kings. We'll get back to hoop here. Yo, the Broncos very quietly mm. got their third straight win last night. Yeah, beating the Bills in 
rather dramatic fashion, uh, 24 to 22. That game couldn't have been more boring or more slow to begin with. But man, it 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 ended. It, hey, it ended with some fireworks. Hey. If we're going to talk about the Raiders having an outside chance and turning things around, yep. we got to tip our hat to what's going on in Denver. Yep. Uh, didn't see it coming. I, I picked them to be a good team at the beginning of the year and then quickly jumped off of that after what I saw from them in the first three, four weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. So they were finished. They probably mm-hmm. still aren't making the playoffs, but it's, it's still an uphill battle, yeah. but you got to give them, I, I, I have to give them credit. Russell Wilson is playing well mm-hmm. um two touchdowns yesterday no interceptions didn't throw for a ton of yards but that's not really what the game was yesterday uh, but he got them in a position after Josh Allen looked like he had led his team to a victory yeah. Russell Wilson put his team uh in position to kick a game-winning field goal which they missed but there were 12 men on the field so they got a second opportunity that's to kick the game-winning crazy. field goal which they made uh, and now the story out of this game really isn't Denver being four and five, though I do want to give them their respect because we were clowning them pretty tough. Mm-hmm. The Bills are five and five, mm. and that's a far bigger story for a lot of people because that's a team many people thought would be in the AFC Championship. That's a team many people thought would be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they're sitting here at five and five, and there were Josh Allen memes yesterday. Uh, his shocked expression to Russell Wilson's drive and the mm. the made field goal at the end and um, yeah, an interesting Monday nighter for sure. I don't think the Bills are gonna make it. I don't think they're gonna make it, dog. It ain't happening. I'm looking at the schedule here. What they got left? They got the Jets at Eagles. This is Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Jets at home at Eagles mm. at Chiefs at home versus the Cowboys. At Chargers, at home versus the Patriots, at Dolphins. Now, yeah, one of their the only worst. Hope, one of their only hopes is that the Dolphins don't need that game in the last game of the season. Because if they do, they're not beating Miami. Even though they beat them already this year, they ain't beating them now with the team they have. the The, the killer, the killer for for the the Bills, they're gonna look back when they miss the playoffs is losing to the Jets and losing to the Patriots. Yeah, and you could probably throw the yep. Broncos in there too. Yeah, like. Those three losses might keep them out of the out of the playoffs. The Jets and the Jets and Patriots are way worse, mm-hmm. way way worse than the Broncos' loss. Because even if you have questions about Russell Wilson, it's still Russell Wilson, and he showed a little bit of signs. He's shown a little bit. He's shown life mm-hmm. uh, this season. Even though I stopped paying attention to him to a, a, a while ago. Me too. Me too. Um, but I. But <clears throat> and so in a, in a looking at it from the big perspective, you're right. But you yeah. lost the game because you didn't have discipline on making sure you had enough people on the field. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's it's inexcusable. And credit to the to the Broncos for a certain degree because they made the, the 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 decision to run that play the way yeah, that, that was, they did. That was a trip. That and was a trip you that. don't see that very often right. where they there's no timeout, there's no spike. It's let's center this, let's take a knee. Everyone rush off the field, and everyone always focuses on what that does for the the the, the field goal kicking team, mm-hmm. and not the potential confusion that it creates for the defense. Right. Well, it was the confusion on the defensive end that allowed them a second opportunity to kick after they missed the first. The other crazy thing about that play was they didn't have the whole twenty five seconds of a play clock <clears throat> that you normally have there. Mm-hmm. They had, I think, sixteen seconds. Mm-hmm. And they got everybody on and 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 taking care of business. So that is coaching. That is discipline uh, from the players to be able to execute that scenario right there. Man, not a ton of yards so far this year for Russell Wilson. Not a ton of yards at all. Eighteen touchdowns, four interceptions, though. Mm. And that's got a play a factor into where this team is at. He's only thrown two interceptions uh, in the last. No. Yeah. He's only thrown two interceptions in the last six weeks. Mm. Wow. The, the, the killer for the, for the Broncos though, is this schedule is not very easy. Okay. Um, You got the Vikings at home. The Browns at home, going to Houston, going to the Chargers, 
going to Detroit, at home against the Patriots, at home against the Chargers, going to Las Vegas. I only see two games that they might even be favored in, let alone. Well, they weren't favored in this one last night. They weren't. And that's the they key. Weren't. Like, that's that's the key for these teams. The Chiefs. <clears throat> You're going to have to find ways to win games like the one you won last night. Like, that's what happens when you dig yourself in a hole. Buffalo's going to have to do it. You talked about Buffalo's schedule a second ago. Buffalo's going to have to do the same exact thing. You're going to have to win games. You're not favored to win. You're going to have to win games that you're, quote, not supposed to. And that's the case for (laughs) – it's the case for the Broncos. It's the case for the Bills. It's the case for the Raiders. Mm. You're going to have to win games that you're not supposed to if you want to get to the postseason. Postseason's obviously a long shot. For two of those teams, it kind of feels like it's a long shot for Buffalo – well, man, what a okay. Big, who's got it? Who's it a longer shot for? I say Denver. Out of those three teams, or out, out of these those, two? Out of those two, the, uh, the it's Bills a longer shot for Denver. Yeah, uh, to get to the postseason, it's a longer shot for Denver. Denver, hey, credit to them. They got they got the victory last night. Credit to them. They've won three in a row. I don't think they're better than Buffalo. I don't think that's so either. unfair. You just beat them, but I'm talking about in the long, you know, the final eight weeks of the season or whatever we're looking at. I don't think they're better than Buffalo. I, I agree. So, I agree. It, 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 you know, I, I, I still can't get – It's I don't want to diminish them. Credit to the Bills or mm-hmm. credit to the cre- – credit to the They won the game. They handled to, the, to the Broncos. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's still a uh, – this team still isn't, like, scoring a lot of points. No. You know what I mean? It's not like they're suddenly over the last three weeks are lighting the world on fire. Like, that's not happening. Yeah, yeah that's hey, not happening. quick side note for, before mm-hmm. we slide out real quick. Um the Niners play the Buccaneers uh, on mm-hmm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday on Twitter, they were – I think it was Coach Yak does a, does a good mm-hmm. job on Twitter. I think mm-hmm. he was reliving the game last year between the Niners and the Bucks. That was Brock Purdy's first start. And I was oh, watching wow. that game, and we've talked about it before. This isn't breaking news. What a crazy story this is. This is a the Brock, Brock Purdy story. Brock Purdy's story yeah. is insane yeah. for him to at that point. Remember, they had beat Miami, but everybody was still mm. like, "Damn, Niners season is over. Mm. They've got to go to this guy Brock Purdy. Yeah. They don't have a chance in hell." Mm-hmm. And not only do they win that game, they destroy the Bucks. I think he threw three or four touchdowns that game, and yeah, that that was the start of the Brock Purdy era. Uh, with the 49ers, so little little full circle moment where he plays Tampa Bay on Sunday. But I just came across that video, and I was just I was bugging out. I was like, "Damn, Brock!" Bro. I I had no idea. I liked what I saw against Miami. I mm-hmm. had no idea uh, that I would like him this much. That happened the following game. That was the tet game. Oh, the tet game. Oh, that was famous. The very that's where he moved the chair out of the way. Forgot we were doing a radio show and started. Good stuff. Now look what they are. Now they're think, now Brock? they're back to everybody's favorite. Everybody they moved yeah, up in the power power ranking. Hey, that's for tomorrow. We'll talk more football tomorrow. Uh, but we want to talk Kings today. We want to talk NBA today. We'll look around the league and we'll show some love to Coach Mike Brown. Yes, his four hundredth victory last night, uh, and the team awarded him the DPOG crown. Uh, we'll talk about that, his impact on the team. We'll talk about De'Aaron Fox. We'll reset things, talk about the Kings some more. Jason Jones coming up uh, in the final hour of the show as well. It's Dealer with KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Oh, my God. Is that right? Yeah. The, wait, wait, hold on. Is that about the... Is that about yes. the Jets? Yes, the Jets. Oh, they Jets. were showing the highlight of the Steelers, and I was like, oh, my God, is that true? No, no the Jets have not scored a, uh, a touchdown. Offensive touchdown yeah. in 11 quarters. Mm. We're sticking with Zach Wilson, though. Whew. All right. Good luck, Bob. Well, Good luck, well, Bob. Once again, though, where is he supposed to go? Josh Dobbs. He could have went Josh Dobbs. Well, he can't he now. I'm talking about can't now, but now. you could have before. Before. You waited too long now. I think at the time they won like three, two out of three or something like that. We knew what it was. <laughs> Every game has been the same. It's just a matter of did the defense give up 15 points this week or not. If they didn't, we won. Well, uh, Aaron's on his way back. December. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Good luck to you, brother. Good luck to you. Um, Mike Brown won his 400th game last night uh, as a head coach in the NBA, and uh, the Sacramento Kings rewarded him with the defensive player of the game crown, the DPOG crown, the throne. Uh, The picks are out there. Uh, The pick with the team is cold. The pick of Mike Solo is cold. And we talked about this a little bit, man, and I think you were, as I was thinking last night about yesterday's show, man, you were spot on with what you said about Mike and Kevin Herter because we could feel however the way we want to in the moment about how Mike handled that situation with Kevin Herter and whether it was the right idea to threaten his job as a strong term but yeah. it's it's what we were talking about like we're gonna we're gonna go with you know Chris Duarte here and 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 maybe go back to Kevin but we don't know if Kevin would be playing like this if Mike hadn't done that yeah I mean to me it's a direct link you know he challenged him he pushed Kevin Herter to be better to do more because he believed he was capable of it and he wasn't going to accept anything less and Herders responded, yeah. responded like you would want a, a guy who wants to be the best, who wants to do what he can for the team to respond. And that's a direct credit to Kevin Herter, the player himself, for actually doing it. But Mike Brown for seeing that and not allowing him to accept less than what he could he could be. And Mike has done a, a fantastic job. I, I got to be honest with you. I've questioned Mike a couple of different times. I'll ask questions from time to time, but mm-hmm. the questioning of Mike Brown, I want to say today on November 14th, that is over. I ain't questioning that man mm-hmm. no more. He knows what he's doing. He does. He knows this team. Yep. And whatever he says goes, period. That's it. I'm mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can have questions. I will ask questions to the people mm-hmm. and to you and to myself. I will not question that man. Mm-hmm. Not with this team. I want to go to Gilbert uh, on the on the YouTube chat on the, or in the chatty house because a, a lot of people have, have done stuff like this. And Gilbert says, y'all still think Duarte should start. And my question is, who's y'all? Because I don't know that y'all – was really out here clamoring for Chris Duarte to start. Right. Now, there did get to a point where there uh, there were discussions about, like, what's better for the team, what's this for that. I do not rec- – were people really saying that Chris Duarte should start over Kevin Herter? Yeah, there were people who said that. That's There were people who said that, for sure. And a, and people, a, that, people were ready to trade Kevin Herter. Well, that's dumb. Man, this was real discussions that we had going on. On King's Twitter? On King's Twitter, on this show, not between us, but in the chatty house. Mm. These are real things that were going on. Absolutely. Again, again, if you trade Kevin Herter for someone who makes you better, y'all, it's whatever. Like, I ain't doing that. But if you're talking about trading Kevin Herter because you don't think he's good anymore, like, that that, 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 that was, that's wild. Mm-hmm. That's agree. wild. And this moment, I feel like what we saw from Kevin Herter last night, really what we've seen from Kevin Herter the last to you know, a couple of games where it's really like, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kayvon is back. He's back. It is. He's back. It, you, you knew you had to know what was going to happen. Like it happened last year. Like mm-hmm. Kevin Herder went cold last year. You hoped going into the season that the extreme hot and colds wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. But all this was was that an extreme hot and cold. It's exactly what we saw. Last year, now that you hope that he found his groove a little bit, now that you hope De'Aaron's back, now that you hope that the offense is cooking, now that you hope that you're 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 where you wanted to be when this whole thing started, now you can settle in. Right. The shots are still there for him. Everything shots are probably in a better spot for him now that De'Aaron is back. Like right. the, I, I don't know, will Z pull up the the Kenny Caraway stat about wide open numbers? But it oh. sure felt like it sure felt like Kevin Herter was kicking it last night routinely. I mean, was he six of nine? Six of nine. I, how many of those nine was he even close? Was anyone even close to nah, him on? Nah, man. He was getting whatever look that he wanted out there. And like I said, he's just 
he's just playing hard routinely on both sides of the ball, man. And um, to the original point, I mean, you need somebody to push you. Mm-hmm. You need somebody to say, I expect more out of you. I expect more than maybe what you even think is, you know, uh, the most for yourself. And that's what a good coach does. That's what a good leader does. They don't allow um, players to rest on their laurels or, you know, uh, allow them not to strive to be the best that they can be. Then Mike Brown was dead so He's like, look, I need better, number one. I think you're capable of it. Yeah. And if you show me or you tell me that you're not capable of it, I'll get somebody else. So the ball's in your court. You either show me that you're capable of it or I'll move on. And once again, to Kevin's credit, he said, nope, I want to play. Mm-hmm. I want to play. So whatever it is you're asking for, I'm going to do it. And to Mike Brown's credit, he hasn't missed when pushing a button Mm-mm. on this roster. Well, I can't. I can't. Uh, <laughs> can't question that man no more. He knows well, everything about this team, and that's why. If you're because you talk about Kevin Herter, you talk about Keegan Murray last year. If if you're a fan of Davion Mitchell, you've got to trust what Mike's doing mm-hmm. because he has shown repeatedly that, especially of players of this caliber, maybe he wasn't able to get the best out of me as Kata. That's in in this. I'm not trying to take a shot, but that's that's probably more about Namias Kata mm-hmm. than it is about Mike Brown. Maybe he couldn't get the best out of Rashawn Holmes. Like that's that's okay. Rashawn was in a completely different position with Mike Brown being here because of the arrival of Demontis Bonus. I I can't fault that. You can go through Tremezi Metu. He 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 re- routinely got the best out of Terrence Davis. We saw some of the things Terrence Davis la- did last year. I'll continue to be stunned that that man isn't in the association right now. But if it was that big of a struggle to where a dude who isn't in the league a year later, you got what you got out of him at various points throughout last season. I got to credit Mike. If it's pulling him aside, talking about something on defense, if it's yanking him out 30 seconds after putting him in because he did something wrong, I'm going to credit Mike with that. If you're a Davion Mitchell fan, you got to trust what Mike's doing here and trust that Davion will respond to it the way that Keegan responded to it, the way that Kevin responded to it, the way that Terrence Davis responded to it, Mm -hmm. the way that, you know, Rashawn, the way that all of these different guys who Mike has had to challenge before has responded to it, you got to trust that Davion will do the same. I agree 100%, man. Keon did it. Yes. Keon responded to the challenge. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mike Brown, you know, winning his 400 game last year, he's done a phenomenal job. Talked about it a little bit earlier. He's done a fine, phenomenal job of what's probably his last opportunity, and he knew that. <clears throat> his head coaching NBA career was on the line with this job, in my opinion. And he's held nothing back. He said, I'm going to do it my way. Mm-hmm. I've learned a lot of things around, along the way, but I'm, I'm going to coach this team the way I think a team should be coached, the way that I think is best to get wins. And – He's knocked it out the park. And and that's what I just kind of keep – and what could have been his last opportunity, he's knocked it out the park. Mm-hmm. He has been phenomenal. Then another thing I was thinking about is this situation here in Sacramento, not just the organization, but in this city, perfect for Mike Brown. We love Mike Brown here. And I don't know if – He's experienced that in his coaching career. I don't know what was going on in Cleveland, if it had the same type of feel. The Lakers, mm-hmm. is, is they're almost like the corporate champion. Like That's that's not somewhere where a city's going to embrace somebody like Mike Brown. Right. Um, it, it, you got his time in Golden State. You know, they, they really liked him. I know Warriors fans and personnel really liked Michael Brown, Mike Brown, but mm-hmm. he was the assistant coach. It was mm-hmm. different. This is the spot for him. This is a perfect marriage between coach, team, and city. Because Mike Brown is is just as – and not saying he's looking for this or asking for this, but he's just as much of a star and and beloved figure here in Sacramento than any of those players. Facts. And I'm happy for him. I'm super excited to see what else he's going to do. But make no bones about it, we love Mike Brown here in Sacramento. 
We do. Mike's career started at 35, 2005, 2006 season with LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. 50 wins, 50 wins, 45 wins, 66 wins, 61 wins, Mm. uh, 41 wins in a 66-game season. Then he was fired. One win with the... Uh, or excuse me, he was fired the next year, the one one and four year, um, and then that awful decision to return to Cleveland, uh, where he won thirty three games. His first year with Sacramento, forty eight. So think about that for a second. His first year with LeBron James, he won fifty games. Mm. His first year with the Sacramento Kings, he won forty eight. He has a winning percentage of point six one two. He is a phenomenal head coach. He is. <laughs> he is so, so underappreciated. And it's held against him that he coached LeBron James. It's held against him that he won 66 games and 61 games, but didn't win an NBA championship. Uh, it's held against him that it didn't work out with Kobe Bryant and the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. But this, again, he won 41 games in a 66-game se- season. Mike Brown is a incredible head coach, yeah. and his and his record in that 400s victory last night uh, proves it. Hey, and look here, man. You know, I'll be the one to do it. I'll be the one to say it. You you were handing uh, L's out to yourself. Mm. Give yourself a W because you were emphatic mm. before he was hired, saying this is the perfect coach for this team and this franchise, and you couldn't be more right. Couldn't have been more right. I just think part of the reason that it was perfect at the time, the reason it's 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 perfect now is like this dude is a leader. This team desperately needed leadership, and people kept calling him, you know, the safe hire, especially when it came down to, you know, you know, Mark Jackson and was it Steve Clifford was the mm-hmm. other one in the mm-hmm. conversation, which I I don't know. I just hated that idea. I hated the idea of Steve Clifford. I just I didn't think that would work at all. The the Mark Jackson thing was interesting. I know there was a, a contingent of fans that were really disappointed when like the Will Hardys and, yeah. and, and some of those guys were kind of removed from consideration. But from jump, it felt like Mike was the perfect guy to coach this team. He was experienced. Uh, he was a leader. And it doesn't matter who is right or wrong at this point, whether you were right or wrong about Mike Brown, whether you were right or wrong about Keegan Murray fact is this team is good and one of the main reasons they're good is Mike Brown another main reason that they're good uh is Keegan Murray Mm -hmm. so the great stuff about all of that about what we do is we can debate it we could talk about it in the moment but all that matters is when we look back on it Mm -hmm. we always joke about clearing max slots for De'Aaron Fox and Marvin Bagley (laughs) there's a lot of L we handed there there's a lot of L's to be handed out in that conversation but in hindsight all that matters is that you can look back and say this team is successful, and the reason they are successful is because of this draft pick that we debated, this superstar we debated, this trade that everybody told us was trash mm-hmm. and everybody told us was going to haunt this franchise forever, and this coaching hire, which a lot of people were critical of. Mm-hmm. Um, it's perfect. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 